I'm Chris Sabat, and you're listening to Bite. How's it going, everybody? That's right. It's time for another wonderful episode of The Button Mash. Yeah, that's right. I haven't been on forever. I'm Aiden Hall, the podcast editor. Joining me today is our wonderful two great co-hosts, the indomitable Miss... Courtney Tuckman, the news editor. Oh, yeah. And the greatest protege ever, Miss... Bailey Wilhelm. What do you do? I'm proxy for podcasts at this point. There you go. There we go. That's awesome. All right. Nintendo. Nintendo. Great old company. So great. Recently had, spoilers revealed, the NX controller was finally supposedly released. It was, well, it's a dev kit. Dev kit pictures were revealed and thoughts, speculations. Do you like them? Do you hate them? Yay, nay. Um, It looks like... It looks like the gamepad, but like the screen on the gamepad is the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't... That's not what I was really hoping for. Now, what they're saying so far is that it's the two joysticks and then digital buttons on the screen. Like digital touch screen. buttons. Yes, like touchscreen buttons. And then the... St- well, the screen itself is a screen. It's a play right. screen. Um, but again, this is all speculation. Right. So what do you think of it so far, Daily? I mean... Tactile buttons is always just my go-to for, like, you, you're experiencing the game. You know that you're hitting that versus, like, on a touch screen. It's like, am I hitting this? Is it yeah. registering? So that was my biggest issue with it at this point. And then if there are tactile buttons and it's just the full, like, gamepad, there's blind spots then where your fingers are and where the buttons are. Right. And so, you know, we have the NX... One of my greatest concerns for it, and the thing I'm wondering the most about, the the screen. Nintendo is a family company. Yeah. What happens if that screen cracks? Then there goes your buttons. There goes whatever you're doing on it. Because at least the Wii U has those other buttons to press. It has the... You know, shoulder buttons and everything. This just has the joysticks. Everything else is digital. I guess I don't understand. Is it meant to be mobile then? Or... What's the point then of the screen being the gamepad unless you can, you know, take it around with you? I guess that's just more of the mystery is, you know, what is this? Because what are we doing? With the DS series, like, it's like they're trying to reinvent the wheel then. It's like it's already been perfected with the DS. Like, stop. Stop. It's good. It's We're good. good. It's good. Put on them brakes. So, with the NX, there came some speculation that the Wii U would no longer be produced at the end of the year. Right. How do you guys feel about that? I I don't know if that's true first of all because um like I know there were there were a bunch of articles coming out uh, like saying like Nintendo was stopping at the Wii U production at the end of the year, but uh then there were I think there was a statement from Nintendo saying like we'll continue through the end of the year. But they said they continue through 2016. Yeah. Which wasn't confirming or denying. It was a, a he, a he, she, maybe, maybe statement. It wasn't yeah. really a yay or nay. Yeah. So, I mean, I wish they didn't have to pump out the NX so soon. I feel like the Wii U is going to be a little bit short lived. 
but uh, I think it is safe to say that it is probably... No, it is definitely Nintendo's biggest failure as far as consoles go, unfortunately. That is true. So I understand them trying to want to make some money quickly. Now, there is speculation that the NX will be backwards compatible. So Wii U games will be, be able to play on the NX. Okay, so right. I still get Splatoon. Well, there this we is all speculation. <laughs> you would still possibly get Splatoon. I mean, I can't imagine them like getting away with anything but that. I mean, after... This is like I feel like the NX is just a giant cleanup for the Wii U. Like, I'm I don't hate on the Wii U a whole bunch, but I mean just statistically looking at it, it was it was a mistake. Much like anime, anime was a mistake. Anime is a mistake. <laughs> the Wii U was a mistake. Says the two hosts of the anime A team. Right. Um. Well, that's something I talk about is Nintendo has always had very different ideas of what a console is. Yeah. Going all the way back to whatever the hell the N64 was. Right. With that, like, trident <laughs> controller oh, yeah. that you literally cannot hold. Yeah. And then you had, you know, the GameCube. That was perfection. It was portable. Like, they literally put a handle on it. It was just the peak of gaming. It was. It was I mean, you could go... GameCube no Master fun. Race. Okay, one of the coolest <laughs> things I had on my GameCube was the Game Boy Advance player. Yeah, that you would like oh, click dude, on the bottom yes. and you could play. I'd be so jealous of my friends who got that, and they got to go to the secret island in Animal Crossing. Oh yeah, it did unlock certain <gasps> so features. So unfair. See, there you go, right there. GameCube. Well, that's something Nintendo's always been really crazy about. Is always those different sort of media's. Like we had the Wii with the you know. Motion controls. Motion controls. Right. Look at you having the words. <laughs> I, I, I I don't have the words tonight. And you think the podcast guy would have words. But then you have Wii U with the infamous iPad touchscreen, which, okay, sure, that's something. I, I just feel like it could have been so much more successful if there had been more games specifically using, like, the, the Wii U, like yeah. the tablet, like the games that came out for it like are arguably good but like not anything that it's like why wouldn't i want to play this on something else yeah yeah it's just it's so gimmicky like i wish that um especially with the nx i wish they wouldn't like sit down and be like okay what's gonna be our gimmick this time i wish they would just like sit down and make like a dedicated piece of hardware that can play games that third parties won't shy away from so you want like a nintendo one or something like that something that's like a, a literal gaming machine <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> you want to be able to play your splatoon with a, a sensible controller yeah yeah those motion controls like i use them but you don't like using them yeah I just, I just don't think we're at the point yet technology wise where like motion controls are preferable at all like with the Wii, I mean, what was that? I mean, people liked it. It was fun to play, but you wouldn't play it for, like, something that you want to be precise on. You're no. doing it for bowling. Or punching. Or punching. Or, or boxing. Even the punching, man. It was pretty I was bad. always mad. I was like, I'm a better boxer than this, says the person who's never boxed in their life. Mike Tyson's punch out was impossible. <laughs> but before we move on to our main topic. Fond memories. Anything about the NX that you're excited about that you really want to happen? Because let's remember, there was speculation that there was a fitness console coming out alongside the NX, or that the NX was a fitness console. Huh. You know what's something I would kind of hope for? Hmm. I kind of hope for, like, a port of Smash 
because it they released Smash Bros like on the release date of the console that would get people to buy it first of all well that's true and that was the big thing was that people were waiting with the wii u mm-hmm. because yeah there was nothing there, there i mean like there you. was nintendo land i got nintendo land when i got my wii u and it was like all and right what else is there it's oh, a great nothing. game <laughs> it's just there yeah um i think if they you know did an updated version of smash bros and you know there would be no problem with the ice climbers now because there wouldn't be like a 3DS holding it back. Like they could maybe add in the ice climbers because that that's was why they, that's why they didn't put the ice climbers on the 3DS because the 3DS couldn't handle it. But then, unless you're saying that the new 3DS can handle it, you would be cutting out people that use their 3DSs as controllers because ice climbers wouldn't be available. Mm. Well, I mean, it would just be like, like it, like an Smash NX. Like kind of like like four like point that. like four point five sort of it wouldn't be a new smash maybe it, it would, would be like, a bridge yeah and maybe it would combine like stages from the 3ds version like the most popular stages maybe smash run mm. things like that you can get rid of smash tour goodbye smash tour you don't want smash tour the board game of fun and wonder I'll just play Mario Party like fair, fair enough um I would I think something like that would be cool I'd be into that yeah I like that yeah. What about you? Uh, I think I'd be into it maybe if it, they figured out how to do the fitness thing. I mean, in one of our classes, we were talking about how the Wii U, as soon as you, or not the Wii U, but uh, Wii the Fit. Wii Fit, as soon as you step onto it, it judges you. But yeah. it's not really accurate because if you're any kind of weight, regardless of like how much muscle you have, regardless of your you know body type, it's like you're obese or you're overweight and it like shames you a little bit with that it does i i feel like with advances in technology and like everyone's wearing a fitbit they could do something interesting with that like just seeing the horizon where like pokemon go is going and like people wearing wearable tech maybe if it went in that direction that's a that's a good Oh, I want to come back into that. Oh, okay. Okay, let's here. come back into that. I okay. Pokemon Go. Had Pokemon some Go. News. It yeah. had some news. We got some news. We got some good stuff to talk about. <laughs> um, so you want something that's more integrated. Much, right. Something that's much more, it less w- harsh is what you're saying. Yeah, it would be something like you, you use for multiple reasons. Like I originally got, you know, uh, 3DS so that I could take pictures too and stuff. Cause really? You of, got it to take pictures? That's kind of, that's the kind of kid I was at that point. Fair enough. That's but, and then you can draw on them and stuff. I don't know. It was, it was appealing at the time. <laughs> it was appealing at the time. I honestly think that's the first time I've ever heard that as a reason to get a 3DS is because you can <laughs> take pictures with it. No, no I'm not saying anything Call bad about casual. that. No, there's so many features in the 3DS <laughs> that we forget that there's a camera right. on Right, and like the voice thing, like the little parakeet dealio. A parakeet? Do you remember that? I own two 3DSs. I have never maybe seen it was the t- Maybe it's my 2DS I'm thinking of. Probably. Uh, a little voice modulator. I, I don't know. When I, when I got burned out between Pokemon games, I would go and hang out on that. There you go. But... Yeah, what what I would be talking about for the NX would be something that's more integrated. That's not just I need this for this game. I it's like I can also use it for whatever, whatever that may be. Well, there you go, NX. What's next for Nintendo? Nix. I don't know. I want fitness. I want. I want. I'm I'm tired of being a fat ass. I want. I want. I want to work out. Um. I don't know. I want it to be higher quality. I want to go back to what you were saying. Definitely, we need a Nintendo machine that can actually play 
yeah. Nintendo games as they're meant to be played. Mm-hmm. Because I can put them on my PC and I can play them, you know, boom. Yeah. Top quality, 1080p. They look crisp. I'm not even sure most Wii games are in 1080p, like Wii U games. Um, Are they in 720 or 780? No, 720. Probably 720. But you don't go to Nintendo for graphics or anything, but I yeah. don't want them. Yeah, I want my high def Mario. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't need like a Mario where you can see like his pores and like his wrinkles. <laughs> but and we're stuff, not but... saying no to it. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, we and, want options. <laughs> yeah, honestly, we do. We want options. And if we could get an NX, you know, Mario and Luigi game or a Paper Mario, I would be. Or Super Mario Galaxy Three. Or Super Mario Galaxy Three. I'm honestly surprised we didn't get that on the Wii U. The Wii U's. 3D Mario game, I say in quotations, was uh, Super Mario 3D World. I like that game, though. I mean, yeah, I liked it, but it wasn't, like, on the same scope. Like, the grand scope, like, N64. You weren't going to planets. Yeah. I can definitely agree with that. It was much more just save the prince or save the fairy, make it ring its bell, <laughs> move on. Save the pr- it, it, it was an interesting story because you weren't saving the princess. But... That's true. The princess could be on your team. Yeah. Those upgrades were a little weird, though, like I never wanted to play as Cat Boy Mario, but no, no. I loved the cat suit. I, I wasn't a fan of cat suit. It, it went back to our talk on the anime team. I just never found like that, the ears yeah, and the, the tail. tail. Like, just, uh, <laughs> no, you didn't get any enjoyment out of hearing Mario go. <laughs> no, I can't say that. The cherries I love, like where you can the just cherries, pop, yeah. pop them into a whole bunch of. Different. What the hell was that thing you would ride though? The like sea uh, Nessie plus, dragon. Pl- plessy. Plessy the plesiosaur. Oh. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Oh, it better be a plesiosaur. Really <laughs> but, okay. Main topic of discussion. I'm kind of excited about this because I just got off. Uh, earlier this week, I interviewed Joe, who is our former EIC, and he talked about all the wonderful things of VR. Check it out at Byte BSU. Shameless plug? Yes, because I'm the podcast editor. <laughs> VR. Huge. It's coming. We have to acknowledge it because when we were kids, we didn't have... We had some inclusion of VR with, like, the PlayStation Eye toy. I don't know if either of you remember it. Or even Nintendo's attempt with the Virtual Boy (laughs) way before our time. But still notable. And so we're coming to this age where wearable tech, where VR and video games are no longer just in the family room, essentially. Right. What do you guys feel about this next step do you feel it's welcomed in the community do you feel it's taking away from the experience by you know it's essentially taking away the couch you know everybody's on the couch watching someone play or playing in a multiplayer unless they're in a different room it's taking away that social ability of it how do you guys feel about vr as it is right now as it is right now i don't think we have to worry about like a lot of the social like uh implications because whoever is playing on vr at this point is just playing like games that someone made for the oculus rift or whatever and it's not hugely immersive at this point like i know sony just came out with a package for like 3d or was it 3d worlds or it was like playstation worlds playstation worlds Mm -hmm. and like even that just seems like one of those like demo bundles where like it's like you can go and look at the stuff and you can do the things but it's not like going to suck you in for hours and hours and hours it's just kind of a fun thing like if anything it could be a thing like hey come over and experience virtual reality 
but then they're enjoying it and you're just sitting there looking at them going yeah wow in this <laughs> helmet just twisting their head all around right that's true it is less of the experience of like everyone sitting on the couch but at the same time like we've kind of moved from that in like we see that with twitch it's like people are sitting on many different couches watching people play games now that was something i wanted to bring up is let's plays how do you think vr will affect let's plays since it's up to the player what their screen is oh like who 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 has done some like vr stuff i know pewdiepie PewDiePie, yeah he did a lot of oculus rift stuff um it was always really entertaining to watch that mostly maybe because he was playing like horror games so it was interesting to watch him in the bottom corner just with this thing on his head looking looking around but like seeing as he reacted to seeing something on the oculus rift uh i mean that was hugely entertaining i don't know how that would translate into like maybe other games where it's less reactionary fair enough enough. what about you courtney i think of um like one of the reasons there are a lot of reasons why the virtual boy failed Mm -hmm. but i think one of them what critics were saying was that uh there was like a disconnect there between you know people who were playing trying to play together because there was that like you know object in front of their eyes and there just wasn't that social connection and maybe gaming is moving towards less of friends gaming right next to each other since most stuff is online nowadays Mm -hmm. but i know like nintendo still tries to keep it intact like i know we mentioned nintendo land before they specifically said that you can't go online because they wanted to emphasize the whole you know family gathering friends gathering type of thing so it kind of prevents that and also there's just um knowing that not everybody can handle uh having something over their eyes like that because of motion sickness and things like some people just won't be able to play that's a good point because you know there will be medical reasons why people can't play these new games. Yeah. So do you believe that there will still be a market for non-VR video games? Hmm. It's just right now it's really hard to see that. Dis- it's hard to see. That far into the future. Yeah. I just, I can't, I can pretend that, it can, like, I can't imagine that happening, but right. it's hard for me to really, like, picture what we yeah. would be doing instead. Fair enough. We'd have to be listening to this in like 2030 and be like, huh. What and we're fools li- we while were. we're <laughs> listening to it on our VR like, headsets our or VR whatever. headsets while we experience an entire virtual. The computers virtual. in our brain. Ca- yeah. yeah. Naturally. It would be at that point. Like, who who knows which way it will go. Um, I definitely think that, what about augmented reality though? Like with Google Glass. That was my next topic. Hey, segue. So, augmented reality, much more prevalent, getting much more prevalent. We got the Pokemon Go coming out. We got more information about it. It looks terrible now. But (laughs) we got it coming out. And we've had it before. We've had Ingress. We've had Google Glass demos. Right. So, we're moving into this age where technology is part of our everyday lives even more so now than just like four years ago right it's incredible so it comes back to the principle of um i forget the law but it's the advancement of technology technology will always double in um rate up into a point where it finally hits its peak and it's like in 2080 or whatever so with augmented reality at where it is now 
do you believe that we might actually see outside video gaming? I mean, isn't Pokemon Go already arguably outside video gaming? Air quotes. Air quotes, yeah. It's, it's You flick the Pokeball and you, yeah. may, you might catch it. Have you seen like how you evolve Pokemon? I've not seen how you evolve them. Okay, so what you do is you swipe your Pokeball. And okay. you have to measure, like, the length and distance to try and shoot. Essentially, everything we saw before the video explaining it was just, hey, this looks really great, but that's not exactly what you're doing. Okay. Like, at all. So you can charge your Pokeball, send it off. Obviously, it has a ra- uh, chance of catching, mm-hmm. you know, like 5% or what have you. Once you catch the Pokemon, that's it. That Pokemon's there. Oh, you yeah. don't level it up. You don't battle it. There are no battles. No, no battles. And you have to collect other Pokemon of that same type. Like the example was Ivysaur. Yeah. If you collect a bunch of Ivysaur, eventually it'll evolve into a Venusaur. Wait. You collect a bunch of other Ivysaurs? Yes. It'll turn into a Venusaur. Oh, okay. So it's not <laughs> it's not the Pokemon Go that we were promised. You know, right. the sailing around and catching water Pokemon and, you know, battling other people just around everywhere. You're not, you know, getting that. No. Yeah. I didn't really, like, in what I read about it on ByteBSU.com. Oh, <laughs> plug, uh, Miss News Editor, you killed it with those articles. Oh, good thanks, job. I didn't write them, I just edited them. Well, you still did a good, good job. job. <laughs> good job, good job. Take our praise. Okay. <laughs> Accept the compliment. Um, I just didn't like how it worded, like, you're going around to, like, noteworthy places, because we live in, like, arguably rural Indiana. We live in Hodunk nowhere. Let's yeah, just let's be yeah. honest about we're, that. We're in the middle of nowhere. Like, where are we going to go that's notable to find, like, these rare Pokemon or whatever? Like, where are we going to go to discover these things? It seems, at this point, a very urban app. It is. I mean, I'm going to get it regardless, but... I think that's the issue with, like, Ingress, too, is that there are no... Like, I think there's one Ingress event going on around Ball State campus. Right. And it's not even, like, an important one at all. Right. Like, I can't imagine them, like, putting, you know, like, the bell tower on the map and being, like, there's a Celebi up in the bell tower. God, that would be great, but we're not going to get it. But, like, who, who has heard of Ball State... Aside from you, dear listeners. Yeah, realistically, how <laughs> many people care about Ball State enough to give us the Pokemon we so yeah. crave? But, um, and yeah, I mean, Pokemon Go is such a fascinating idea because we're getting just that much closer to my perfect world of where Yu-Gi-Oh could possibly be real. <laughs> but Pokemon it's Go. It's part of the cards. <laughs> well, I just, I want to have like a dual disc and just walk <laughs> around random like cities and like, hey, I duel you. Yeah, sure. You just you <laughs> duel in the middle of the city with these giant monsters do, popping up. Do they get just... sent to the Shadow Realm, though? Because from I... my understanding, the Shadow Realm was like when the f- 4Kids TV translated it, it was like, yeah, we're not going to say that they die. We're going to say they go to the Shadow Realm. One of the best things ever was, um, I don't know if you remember, Battle City. Yugi and Kaiba did a double duel okay. versus Pan and Dora. Or pa- yeah, Pan and Dora. Not Paradox. That was a different one. And they were on top of this, like, mall in a glass ceiling. And they okay. were dueling on top of it with a bomb strapped to each of them that has 4,000 life points. And when it goes off, the ceiling just shatters and they fall to their deaths. Uh-huh. But four kids changed it where the ceiling blows out and you're dropped into the shadow realm. Of course. 
Of course. You still die, but you just don't <laughs> Quote, unquote, die. shadow realm. And it's just like, why would you even do that? That's so stupid. The shadow realm is oh. the cold embrace of death. A lot of, of questionable death. things four kids have done. Right. Four kids. Why? Four kids, why? Why? But then they gave us Yu-Gi-Oh! GX and all was forgiven. But... Generation X. It's game on. It's game on. Okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. Gotta get your cards right. Um... <laughs> a guy in there that loved grilled cheese and koalas and yep. I never related to a character more than I related to Chumley <laughs> Chumley was great um, augmented reality though what are some things you would love to see in augmented reality since we have Pokemon Go what else would you like to see a Mario game would you like to see a Legend of Zelda what would you want in augmented reality can I say what I really don't want Absolutely. which is one reason why I hated Google Glass the camera I think that could be really, like, potentially dangerous to just have, like, a camera where you can't really tell if you're taking pictures of people or not. That could be very dangerous. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. That's automatically what comes to mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that, that's why I like the smartphone route, because typically you can tell if someone's, like, holding their phone a certain way. They're probably taking a picture. Yeah. Like, it's very hard to be sneaky, especially with how big phones are getting. Um, but... Again, yeah, absolutely. That's a concern about how people can abuse it. Fair enough. Now, an interesting idea I just had off the top of my head. Would you want to have different AR devices for different games? Hmm. To sort of discern or discriminate, not discriminate, but you know what I mean. To, like, tell who's playing what game. Okay. Because, like, Pokemon Go has that bracelet. A little bracelet. Like, if so you're playing, like, a first-person shooter, you have, like, an eye visor or something like yeah. that. Something where, like, if you're pointing your hands like a gun at someone, they're like, oh, oh, he's just playing that game. Right. Maybe. I mean, that would help with just the general social confusion mm -hmm. about whatever's going on. Um, Instead of a bunch of people running around with their phones just, like, flicking it around. <laughs> right. I mean... Like, market-wise, I would feel very nice if everything was just from my smartphone because that is something that I've paid quite a lot of money for and already. They're, they're certainly not cheap. And, uh, and then it would be just nice to be able to cycle through whatever I'm interested in and not have to buy another device. But, again, identifiable features are, A, marketable, and B, nice, and accessorizing's fun. <laughs> you're decked out in all of them playing all the games at the same time i kind of want to be like um did you play heavy rain i did play heavy do rain. you remember it was uh i think ryan was it his name ryan or what it's the, been a the long detective time. oh or whatever, yeah, 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 yeah and how he would like solve his little like crimes he'd put his glasses on and he would like his hands would be going all over the place like yeah, I remember that, that was cool like, i detective want mode. i want my augmented reality to be like that without having to like be on drugs to yeah I, I yeah that's hope. always that's good it's that's, a good discerning it's not difference. augment our reality in that sense of the word <laughs> but we are we're coming up on that whole you know we will have a digital life within probably the next 10 years absolutely with the virtual world and everything like that so i guess the final question i wanted to ask was for this segment at least vr ar if you could live in any world thanks to the ability of vr where would you live? And if you had any game on AR, what would it be? Ooh. Augmented reality. Neko Atsume. 
just, just have, to, to pet just all the ha- cats. Yes, I just want to <laughs> pet the cats. There's like no worry about like my physical safety or like too much responsibility other than feeding these cats and putting out toys for them to be entertained. Like that would just be the most soothing experience. Just um, feeding the cats. Yeah. Wouldn't like an augmented reality Sims be interesting? That would be really cool. It's a life within a I life. Mean, you could like r- like actually like interact with your Sims like yourself. Oh, I didn't think of that. That would be really neat. Yeah. I don't. Maybe I changed my mind on what I was gonna say. Oh, what were you gonna say? I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> but I, I like hearing your idea. What about VR? If you could live in any VR world, what would it be? Um, like one where you can like fly. Me- like on a- okay for some reason second life comes to my mind right away but like is it like not- dwight from the office yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. i can fly yeah oh, but not second life i don't know something else that you can fly something in. not weird and like not literally filled with zero people yeah <laughs> fair enough what about you vr world vr world um a good harry potter game <laughs> i mean just- well, wizarding 101 I- isn't yeah. good enough for you <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why this? Wasn't there was some kind of Wii game that came out where it's like oh, you wave sure your magic was. wand no. and you're the wizard or witch or whatever you want to be. Worst one I ever played was on the Game Boy Color. It was Harry Potter and the was it Chamber of Secrets? Was that the first one? No, Philosopher's, Philosopher's Stone. Yeah, the first one. And it was a JRPG with oh. Harry Potter. Oh no. Oh, versus, and I swear the first boss was this giant rat called the Rat King and it made literally zero sense why you had to fight it. The Rat King? The Rat King. It's not like Scabbers? It's no, not it's Peter. the Rat King. <laughs> okay. No, you had to find Scabbers. You had to find Scabbers. And you had to kill the Rat King to do it. And you're something so you're, like you're saving Wormtail's life in that I pretty much. That. Jeez, and I'm no. at like level five, and I'm shooting like nuclear bombs at this thing. I'm like, I, is this what happened in the Harry Potter movies? Right. Yeah. Because I thought maybe I didn't read the book right, and I was it's, like, this sounds like a bootleg somehow. I don't remember. <laughs> the, well, it had Harry just like reaching out for the golden snitch. He's like, yeah. Oh, those golden snitch—they were actual fights. Like the golden snitch fights, where you had to fight the golden snitch. Oh my what? gosh! Yeah, you didn't fly after it. You had to fight it. <laughs> And what like you'll come it? up and hit you in the face. Oh my god! Like, why is this a game? I just see like someone like really violently punching like this little sprightly golden ball. Like, yeah, just mocking you. Just yeah. Oh, what's that? That's really great. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, VR. Something that's really cool that I saw. Yeah. Is Dell recently dun, dun, showed dun, off dun. ten minute or it was either Dell or IBM. I think it was IBM. They released a 10-minute video of their new Sword Art Online VR game. It's actual Sword Art Online in VR, and they showed him fighting the blue like Minotaur monster with the oh. two swords. And I, it's in beta, and it looks like garbage, but for now, it does look kind of interesting. So, but like, like your dream VR. My dream VR would have to be probably, you see, I like the flying one, but <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to go with either a Gundam game where I can pilot a Gundam <laughs> or Digimon World. 
<gasps> just so I can that could be a really great augmented reality thing too. Well, guess what my AR is. Oh. If they don't make it VR, oh. I want right. it in AR. There you go. <laughs> because it Where? just it makes sense for these digital creatures to just right. be wherever. What in are our they world. called again? What you had the Digidestined have? It's Digivices. Like the Digivices. Yeah, it, it was not a complicated. Okay, they okay. Did not I was care. wondering. I was like, this can't be what I'm thinking. But, but yeah. No, I recently had the chance to play Digimon Cyber Sleuth, and that was. It was like Persona with Digimon, and I need all of that in my beautiful. life. Beautiful, beautiful. It really would be cool though to have a Sword Art Online VR. Not saying like an actual Sword Art Online, no. but something similar to that. Like a World of Warcraft VR, or something yeah. like that. I, that would be awesome. What about Sword Art Online Two? This time with guns. Mm. This time with guns. How about it's Sword Art Online Two? This time without Kirito. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. But. Wanted to flip that disc. We talked VR. We talked AR. We talked Nintendo. 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 This Friday, a very popular movie is being released. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called The Boss with Melissa McCarthy. No, it's called Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> I think The Boss good. does come out that on Friday. Good. I think it does. That was good. But no, um, Batman v Superman is coming out. Dawn of Justice. Orphan Fight the movie. Orphan Fight the movie. <laughs> and as I'm sure you've both seen, according to Rotten Tomatoes, is currently sitting at a 38% or no, 33% last I checked on Rotten Tomatoes, certified, not fresh. And I'm just, I'm still kind of reeling because this is a movie that we were told about like four years ago. Right. And here's this big, grandiose. You know, the Justice League Part 1, essentially, introducing all these characters and 33%. What do you guys feel has happened to, like, superhero movies? And, I mean, do they even appeal to you guys? Yes, they appeal to me. I think they... I I think it. the problem I've been hearing most about this movie is the cgi and it's just fallen into that trap of just like so much cgi and like that's not even a real movie yeah fair enough would you want to see it well yeah i mean okay it's superman versus batman like i'm gonna see it but uh that doesn't mean i'm gonna enjoy it right yeah i have to see it for like the commodity of it but i just feel like there are two characters that have been reiterated and like told very specifically who they are so many times that it's just like, okay, they're 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 fighting, and they're they're fighting. And I don't think you get it daily. Good. Yeah, they're fighting. They're fighting though, but I I don't know. They're both characters that have been just like, there there's nothing new. I guess is what it is. Like I go into movies looking for something that I haven't seen before and I feel like everyone has imagined like, you know, oh, what about Superman versus Batman? Who would win? Like that's at some always, point that's in like their the life. Like Goku versus Superman or whatever. Like people have that in their heads already. I, I just like the plot itself isn't real in me and, and definitely neither is the CGI. I'm honestly more excited for Civil War. Oh, yeah. Well, that's something that's a good point is, you know, with all this, there's always that common consensus that Marvel is much more flash than bang. It always has more, you know, vibrance and color and comedy than DC. But DC always has more depth and more deep storytelling. 
even though that's not really true. Yeah. That's always seems Arguably, to be. Yeah. Arguably. No, that, it always seems to be that argument that they always come to, though, is that Marvel is always big flash and nothing really happens. DC, everything happens, but you don't care about it. Right. Why are you more excited for Civil War? Um, I like the like the Marvel superheroes as characters more. Um and like I just I mean Batman versus Superman is like I I don't know I don't really know what happens in comics. I don't I don't, okay. I haven't in well the comic it's based off of is it's based off The Dark Knight Rises. Okay. Or Dark Knight Returns. I'm sorry. Where a very old Batman confronts Reagan era Superman who is now paid for by the US government and says, "You know what?" I'm fighting for the little guy. I'm fighting for the vigilantes. And you know what? I'm going to put you down. And he does. He puts him down. That's the infamous scene. Batman beats Superman. Edge to the max. You know, you're cool now. You read a Frank Miller comic. Go mm-hmm. home and say you're <laughs> awesome. But in this movie, it's just Superman fought Zod, blew up Gotham. Bruce Wayne, ooh, Superman. <laughs> they duke it out. Wonder Woman shows up, Aquaman shows up, The Flash shows up, I think Cyborg shows up. Oh. Justice League! (laughs) And then the ending happens, which sadly I won't spoil for anyone, but it follows a different important um, event in comic book history, but obviously they can't really do it. But the comic that it's based off of is such a dark and gritty thing. But Civil War was dark, too. Oh, yeah. But it looks like it's a much more i don't know approachable movie than batman v superman yeah and i think the thing of it for me is um i mean people have all like what daily said people have always said like oh who would win batman versus or superman but like i like iron man and, and captain america are teammates yo they've <laughs> yo they've, yo they fought <laughs> in multiple like battles together and they grew really cr- I almost said gross. Close. <laughs> they grew gross, yo. <laughs> yo, um, like, like I just want to know what happens. Brothers. Like, how did that? How did they get to that point? That's true, and that's really interesting. The only disappointment I have with Civil War, and it's it's petty because in the comics, after Iron Man loses all his people because they find out he's a little bit crazy, yeah, he goes into prison. He breaks out villains. To help him catch the no. heroes. So he's like flying around with Green Goblin, Venom, uh, I think like Cheetah or something like that. And just like all these villains are following mm. Iron Man. Team Iron Man. Team Evil. And that's when it just goes off the rails and gets really okay. stupid. But I think this movie's focusing more obviously on the positive elements. Like mm-hmm. right. do you register with the government? Do you not register with the government? Are you Spider-Man? Right. It's <laughs> oh. definitely posing like uh, like – when I heard about what happens in the comics a couple years ago, I was like, duh, I'm on, you know, Steve's side. I'm on uh, Captain America's side. Whereas with this movie, I don't really know yeah. because it's kind of a different world. It's a different game. Um, it's not hugely black and white where, like, Captain America was concerned with, you know, like the last time we started making people register with the government, you know, I fought in that war, that kind of thing. Um, but. It's it's a different it's a different situation it's a different war it's it raises uh, morals yeah. where Batman versus Superman is yeah well do you like, see who think who do you think would win literally yeah. it was like 
I save people more efficiently. No, I save people more efficiently. Now let's destroy this entire city while we fight yeah. over who saves yeah. people better. Like, uh, that's what the movie is for me. I at just this honestly point. love. I mean, even in the trailers, you can see it just Batman hopping in the Batwing and just like gunning people down. I'm like, yeah. That, yeah. That is yeah. not Batman. That's that's very un Batman of you. Can yeah. we talk about like the trailers too? I feel Absolutely. like they've been so low quality. Like, one of their um, audio cuts is just bad. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're trying not to, you know, show the money shots, which is like going to be just explosion after explosion. Um, Why should you make a good movie when you have explosions at your disposal daily? Come on. Quote from Michael Bay. Yep. I, I know the <laughs> Avengers trailer showed the money shot, the one where they're all in the circle and the camera goes around them all. Oh, that, yeah. was, that was the big... That's like when you think of the... When I think of the Avengers, I think of that shot. I, Well, and then you've got the Civil War trailer, which honestly, I think it ends on the dumbest note imaginable because they're fighting. And it's this big climactic fight, but it's at an airport. And I can only imagine, like, this dude is picking up a Cinnabon and going out and looking at him like, oh, Captain America's fighting T-Iron Man. That's pretty cool. And just, like, snacking on it. Like, I can't take that fight seriously because I know there's people in that airport watching. Yeah. But then you got Spider-Man, which... Oh, gosh. The internet lost its collective mind. <laughs> I thought he looked so ugly. I thought it was lurid red. It Anyone was, who's not like... Andrew Garfield is ugly. Sorry. Oh. What's the other point? I have no idea who the guy playing Peter Parker is. Yeah. Like, I think he was no. in Divergent or question something. Mark, question mark. Oh, was he really? I, I don't know. I mean, I couldn't tell. I don't even know his name. I don't know. I'm just always going to be salty over the fact that they could have gone in the direction of Spider-Gwen, but they were like, nah. Let's... Well, we might see her. I mean, yeah. we can't rule anything out. I mean, we obviously couldn't see her in the Amazing Spider-Man universe. Right, right. Because she's got a bad case of the neck snaps. <laughs> oh, <But>. ouch, Aiden. <laughs> ouch. <laughs> but that was the funniest thing is when they were predicting to have, like, six Spider-Man movies, and they got through exactly two of them. Claps. Poor Andrew Garfield. Poor, Poor Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Garfield. Well, they were supposed to have a supervillain spinoff, too. Sinister Six movie. Really? Oh. Yeah, but that's, no one cared no about go? Amazing Spider-Man 2. That's no go, that's officially? A, or? They pretty much gave Spider-Man over to Marvel oh, or Disney. So. so they're the ones making the Spider-Man movies now, and Sony gets a piece of the pie. Oh, okay. I really hope that the new Spider-Man movies will be, like, not a nerdy teenager who does, like, I feel like... They've you know they've done that it's twice just so now. Done. Like they could go a different direction with it. I feel like like they can even have them be nerdy, but not like in the Peter Parker sense of nerdy. Yeah. Have them be like even like a hardcore be an gamer. gamer. Yeah, he's an esports gamer, and sometimes Uses he's on Twitch with Dew. his yeah. Need that in my life. He's on Twitch with the costume, and everyone's like, "Oh, hey, you're that one guy, oh, Spider Man." <laughs> oh, sure. Go and he's why? just playing upside down from the ceiling. Why are you P. Parker 92? <laughs> to play the Spider-Man 3 game. Oh, my oh. gosh. No. Let's be playing the Spider-Man so 2 game. Excuse you. The best game in the series. <laughs> Other than Ultimate Spider-Man. Ultimate Spider-Man played as Venom, and it was legit. But So you're obviously more excited for Civil War. Yeah. Or the custody battle of Spider-Man. <laughs> you're not wrong I don't like it when mommy and daddy fight that's <laughs> just, just how it ends that's Please. just how they stop the fight so our final question of the night as we're wrapping up team Iron Man team Cap why why not do you want to fight on team Human Torch or team Robert Downey Jr 
Courtney. That's such a hard question for me. Uh, because, all right, well, like, I really love Iron Man, but I think I have to go with Captain America because, and like what Daly said before with the point where he was like, people had to like register. Eh, I mean, as a Jewish person. <laughs> fair enough. Fair. I didn't realize. I'm so sorry. I, I can respect that answer. Whoops. You said Team Cap. I, I have to. They're really, like, I, again, I love, you know, Iron Man, and I love, like, even these past couple movies where it's been kind of like, you, f- you did it again. You messed up. You done up. goofed. You done goofed. Like, look at what happened with Ultron. But at the same time, he was just trying to do what was right. But, I mean, even in the trailers, uh, someone pointed out online he's wearing a three-piece suit, and it's like when people start wearing three-piece suits, they are often portrayed as a villain. That's true. So I think, A, we're supposed to go with Cap. B, it's he's he's got the better point here. He, you know he what? Does. I'm not going to go with your conformity. Oh. Oh. I'm going Team Iron Man. Okay, why? Okay, because the whole reason that they're doing it in the movies is because they don't want what happened in that city where Iron Man fought the Hulk to happen ever again. Okay, which makes sense. Yes, that's why they want to register everybody so that we don't have any other Hulks. That makes sense. I understand the issues with registering everyone, as Courtney has so eloquently pulled <laughs> up. And you have... But I don't feel that in this universe it would be abused, it would be respected, and people would either disappear, they would fight for S.H.I.E.L.D., or, you know, they probably would just do it on their own. We'll always have upstart superheroes, and they can just disappear. So you feel that it would be allowed to have the kind of, like, vigilante justice that we're kind of already experiencing with, like, the basic superheroes who aren't associated with shield at this point because we have such a huge roster of heroes sure you can document some but you're not going to document all of them Hmm. honestly documenting the most dangerous heroes would be like the ones that have the most casualty effect like documenting iron man thor captain america the avengers obviously i don't really care about the blind lawyer in you know hell's kitchen (laughs) what's he gonna do hit someone catholic ninja So true. Daredevil <laughs> season two is really just the adventures of the sad Catholic ninja and Punisher. Okay, Punisher should have to register. Anyone with yeah. a kill count that I can't count on two hands should be registered. I guess it, just for me it gets to the point where like someone like uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead from the Deadpool movie oh. where it's like are they allowed to just do what they want and walk around and have the ability to abuse that power if they so choose like that's a fair point because the x-men were in the comic civil war obviously they can't be in this one where that was an issue because they've been persecuted because they were mutants like if they have this massive power and they just say that no i'm probably not going to use it like logically they're the government's going to have to be like we we should probably have you do something then and like come work for us but then if they're like no i don't want to i want to do my own thing at what point does it get to where they're like okay you're a threat to society we have to detain you that's or a good point or you can eliminate the threat yeah, yeah. that's a good point yep. we will have to see in may but it's gonna be may it's gonna be may but you can all look forward <laughs> to disappointment when batman v superman comes out this friday and i think that wraps up our show so Yay. Always. Well, no, not as always. Tonight, I've been your host, Aiden Hall. 
We talked about VR. We talked about Nintendo. We talked about superheroes and AR and just a good old good old time. Joining me tonight was the wonderful Courtney Tuckman and the always great Daily Wilhelm. And we're tired. I think we're all going to go home and get some nice sleep. And we will talk to you all later. Good night, everyone.